Well, we're back with another Trapped Trapped in in Isekai. Where two men bumbling around the universe, searching for their path, swimming through all the possible animes, come to form and bring you three fucking bangers for the week. This is Trapped in an Isekai. (laughs) Featuring your host, Drew. And Dylan. (laughs) So, let's jump into these gems, baby. (laughs) First, I think we should start off with the one we're probably going to talk about the least, which is Bleach, A Thousand Year Blood War. We're going to talk about the spirit Nazis the least? Who would have thought? Right? I know. You would think we'd have so much to talk about with that one. but Yeah, because uh, the Nazis are definitely gone. Nazis don't exist anymore, right? <laughs> right? Right, right. Right? And then Bleach went wrong. They've been in the shadows the whole time. Right? Woo. And it, like, I read this arc and I was just like, of course it's fucking Nazis. Well, it was like kind of underwhelming the whole time. Well, because he had to be like, well, I have an end date Whoa. when this manga needs to be done, so I'm going to do everything in one. Right. And I. F- you can tell with the show they've been given a lot more time like there's things that feel a little more flushed out especially some of the fights in the show and you're just like yes baby let's go let's give this the proper ending and frankly it's this has been the best fucking arc so far like it just as far as like visuals and pacing like i've kind of been like surprised i was like how much i've liked it because i was just i like i mean i enjoyed reading bleach but i was pretty meh about the whole thing Mm -hmm. and uh this arc has been a fucking banger like every episode i'm just like damn okay i was let's go i wouldn't read it i'm like oh this would be cool if they ever animated and then it just came out like oh we're not gonna do it i said oh i'm sad boy now um but what i do enjoy is just seeing like all this epic stuff like the zam uh fight against the guy who literally made who killed himself <laughs> because he imagined uh Kempachi as an, an unstoppable monster, monster. yeah <laughs> i love that entire fight to hear like everything's good like i can't remember her name in the moment and it's gonna kill me uh haruko haruki um the the main bitch who gives ichigo her powers I mean, his powers. Oh, are you talking about, um... She becomes the new ice captain. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, all right. Yep, we, why didn't we pull this up for research? I didn't think we We, would need to. We didn't think. Bleach. I'm typing quick. I'm I'm typing terribly. I think caps lock is on. Caps lock is on. Well, on a side note, the fucking, when uh, Yamamoto unveils his Bankai, that shit fucking slaps so hard. I was, like, blown away by it. I was, like, the the animated, it was so much better than the fucking manga. I was just, like, oh, oh, shit, okay. Right. All right, characters, characters, characters. I don't need recaps. I need characters, damn it. Oh, wait, you with the face. Oh, wait, you. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ryuka. Yep. Ryuka when she becomes new Ice Queen. Yup. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, Ice Boy died. Step aside, Ice Boy. Ice Queen has arrived. Right. Oh. I, I love the respect her brother gives her in that moment where he's just like, just breathe. Well, Everything his, will be fine. His personality is kind of totally changed after being defeated by Ichigo mm-hmm. um, in the Soul Reaper arc. Uh, he's like really, I, I, he has a lot of character growth and I, I come to like really kind of like him as a character. I also like when he enters the battlefield, he's like, oh, well, that's not my Bankai. 
That's my fucking shiki, bitch. <laughs> I just like where that the the dead guy is just like, ha, ah, you can't kill me. I'm unstoppable. And your bonkai is useless. Who said I used my bonkai? Eh? Dead. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I love the uh the science captain. I can't think of his name. Oh god. But the fucking I hate him. I love him, but I hate him. Dude, the zombie I love the zombie fight though. He's like, oh. Well, your zombies are my zombies. <laughs> Just like, and then Bambi, not Bambi, that's the first zombie we see. The the little person who dresses as a man, a man who dresses as a woman or whatever that character is a hodgepodge let's call him that is just delightful um until they get murked uh i did also enjoy like it's building up really well especially after they all got their asses kicked they're like we need a one hour training montage why because in one hour i think we're not going to be alive anymore and they're like excellent um no, it's really fun. I especially love the Ichigo putting his fucking hands into the ocean to dry out his swords. I was like, that's badass in the manga. And then I watched it in the anime, like, that's fucking epic in the, in the anime. I also much prefer um, his fight with uh, Sternritter in the anime because they actually get to flesh it out more. Right. And you really get to see. He's like, oh, well, that was just a Gensuka Tetsuo with one of my swords. Oh, it's, Here's- not, even, it's not even a Gensuka Tetsuo. He just goes, lightly drives sword to the left. Boom. And it just goes, everyone just goes, huh. And they're just like, well, you can't stop this movie. He's like, oh, well, I haven't even used both my swords yet. yet. Here's my Getsuku Teshka now, which is like a fucking X cutting through the air. It's a nice little um, Fullbringer callback. Yeah. Yeah, but done uh, so much more pristine. Like, and unless, like, I'm going to um, just kind of congratulate Hulu. Like, they have pulled out all the stops on banger their fucking... After banger of their animation. Well, and just, yeah, the animation is just so pristine on all of Hulu's original um, anime projects. Like, hats off to them for giving, like, people the time and money and care to actually put in the work to like really bring these projects to life it's like been a real refreshing as a anime fan it just sucks you're owned by disney yeah that, that, that's the only uh, uh but I, I like that we're getting to see the um zero squad like we're get, really getting to right. see them fight more because it's so short in the manga the only one you really see fight is the leader of the zero squad everybody else kind of just gets thrown to the wayside really like we're getting to see a lot more like their powers and what they can do and i'm like okay this is pretty fucking cool and it's also just i think it just comes with the idea that this one doesn't have the hard cut off that the manga did yeah definitely have it's it's getting the the love and the treatment that it deserved because i mean bleach you know i i would not i i would say that naruto was really no better than bleach especially like towards the end where it was just so drawn out um and granted um when i first watched bleach and i first read bleach I was of the opinion everything should have just ended after the Eisen fight. Like, I thought it should have just been... Oh, it would have been perfect. But I did want to lose his powers either way, so it's still good. The final Tenchu... The final Getsuko Tenchu would have been a perfect thing to go out on. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's so badass. It's so cool. However, I think if... 
because it seems like they're planning on changing things and really like finishing it the way Tito wanted to. And if that's the route they take with this project, you mean instead of the epic fight ending in like two chapters? Yeah, he's like, here's my ultimate power, and then it miraculously works, even though it looks like. Well, it's just like, sword. oh, by the way, um, you've been in a dream sequence because right. of Eisen the right. whole time, and oh, I got I, like, I cut you in half. And I, I was, was like, like ass pull after ass pull. I was like, I was like, was like he he has rug? this new epic form, and we don't even get to see it fight i was like that that was the biggest tragedy of the manga that i hope the anime fixes because i want to see what that fucking like all those forms together the can Quincy do hollow soul reaper mashup yeah it's like what what what's that about we haven't seen anything like that up to this point i mean we've seen um soul reapers with hollow powers we've seen the aronker which kind of like they kind of steal some of the soul reapers techniques but we've never seen all three mashed together and i want like i want to see what that what the fuck that's about so please don't let us down anime keep your keep your strengths going just be that cool battle shonen that you were always meant to be and let's let's uh let's see where it goes from here but i'm thoroughly enjoying it so far i think that's a uh, really all i got to say about this one uh yeah no just keep doing well um don't make me cry and uh you know rest out that good anime when kenpachi releases his unpacto yeah we but i i that's some shit i, I want to see his fucking bankai release that mm-hmm. it will be so sick it's gonna be great because uh three two one uh spoilers um it's gonna be so great to see him just become a murder monster <laughs> right just a bright red like gushing blood murder monster he literally just becomes like every rage monster every rage thing that every weed thinks they are <laughs> Well, and I love that too because uh, his fight with the Aronkar, like, or sorry, with the Sternrunner, they turn into like this giant thing, and uh, they're like, is "What it are you?" All of them, or is it one of them? I thought it was just one of them. No, it's one of them. And so a Sternrunner becomes yeah. a, like, it's like one of them. They turn into this giant thing. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, there's no way you can stop me!" And, and then, he literally just grabs it and fucking slams it into the ground. Because <laughs> they're, cause they're like, like well, oh, what? "What's he gonna punch him?" No, he grabbed him. He grabbed him. What? Boom. Well, they're like, "Well, what?" He's like, "Your weapon." shrank you're like what can you do with that and he just obliterates one of its limbs like right I, this is like yeah I uh, see he that. has become the weapon also major spoiler alert <gasps> our best boy grimjaw comes back i, I can't wait say, for we, that are shit. we just gonna tell him that are we just gonna tell him dude that seeing the mind over the door open like the sky opens up and he just see him walk through and, go, and rip that guy's heart out right. it's, like, it's so like, perfect oh. <laughs> best boy is back best boy best boy <laughs> at all times ah uh. Uh, it's gonna be a good one, kids. So if you stuck around for the two, three minutes of spoilers, uh, good for you. You've been spoiled for something that's been out for over a decade. Bravo, bravo, proud of you. Um, but now we go into things that I didn't, uh, that just came out relatively this year or previous year with Zom One Hundred. In other words, every working person's dream where they don't have to go into work anymore. <laughs> right, yeah. It's basically, oh, the world's ended. I don't have to go to my shitty job anymore, and I uh, get to actually enjoy my life. That's what... It's such a refreshing take on zombies. Mm-hmm. I was like, I've been so pleasantly... Just make sure not to hit that. I'll do my best. Yeah. But uh, it's been such a pleasant take on zombies. It's none of the... Well... We'll save that, but it's been none of the doom and gloom. It's just been kind of uh, this, the, the world ends, and instead of being like, "Oh, I have to survive," I, you know, I got to avoid these flesh-eating zombies. The world's ended. My life is over. He's like, "Oh, 
Oh, do you mean I don't have to go to work anymore? Well, I'm going to do the one 100 things I've always wanted to do in my life, and I'm going to start doing them right fucking now. For instance, just for a bit of preference, it's very much comedy and has like these very much human overtones of it all. Um, it's still going today as a manga written by Haru Aso, um, and it's um, produced by Viz and um, published by Viz because everything's published by Viz. Nothing isn't. It's all Viz Media, baby. Um, and then it's directed anime-wise by Kazuki <coughs> Kawago. Hey, uh, my apologies. Um, also, put a, it's put up on Hulu and Crunchyroll. And so far, it's been on um, indefinite hiatus because things are happening. And I couldn't find the, any clear answers. It just says TBA on all of the episode 10. Because we are recording this after we have just watched episode 9. Which is big set. Yeah, um, I, I, it's probably just, I think it has to do with uh, writer's strike and all that stuff going it, on with the it world. It doesn't affect it. Um, funny enough, like the writer's strike in America, at least, does not affect any anything outside of America. But I think... Uh, the English, it affects the English dub, but right. it doesn't do anything else. But I'm, what I'm saying is I think that is starting to have an effect on other industries as well. And I think we're going to start seeing more projects that aren't American start to get pushed back. Why? Because Hollywood's a big business, man. And uh, American audiences are like becoming some of the biggest audiences for this stuff. So that like all those strikes, like people are just fed up and not getting paid what they're supposed to get paid. I mean, it's ironic that um, animators like work at the kind of hours that the main character in this show works, but they, they really do. And they get paid like shit. Like, and it's like, I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if like animation companies started to go on strike because of. The next big ones, if we're gonna get a little bit into it here, are gonna be VFX companies. Oh, absolutely! Uh, those guys get fucked so bad, and they work so Insert hard. Insert unrelated flash clip here. Unrelated. It's VFX. Unrelated. The big head in the first ten minutes of the movie. Unrelated. Definitely unrelated. N- yeah. Ugh. But no, it's like I think we'll see that probably come over a little bit, but. But it's okay. I mean, there's the, there's still the manga. So if you want to find out what happens after episode nine, you they can, got 15 volumes. Exactly. Keep reading. Keep exactly. Supporting. You support. So definitely support the manga. And in, in old team four star, please support the official release. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, but no, this has been such a refreshing anime to watch, just because it's just it's not a doom and gloom take it, it's literally the, the guy has the best attitude he's so fucking optimistic and it's really funny comparing him to one of the other main characters which is uh, uh so we're talking about akira the main character but another one is her name is shiziku and her things her deal is 100 things not to do to survive the apocalypse and so they kind of they've they come into contact and they kind of form this little group but they're polar opposite she's all like a survivalist you know everything has to be done a certain way and he's like we're gonna die anyway so we might as well enjoy the little bit of time left we have on this earth i think that's an amazing refreshing take uh, also it cracks me up that his friend kensho is a he's basically wants to be a stand-up comedian but, but his whole, best joke is stripping yeah his best joke is being an exhibitionist like <laughs> i mean at some point you just gotta admit seeing an ass and then a weird I like their sensors different where it's just a bunch of scribbles I like that a lot about it but no I agree that like working at a job that abuses you um for reference how do we how do we um 
Drew and I have worked that job. We have worked the endless job. We didn't work it for the same amount of length, but we know the mental drain of it all. Of of working a fucking salary job where you work way more hours than you get paid. You sit in a fucking office all day and, you know, you, you make you everyone else at, money. You make everybody else money and you don't make any for yourself. And let me do this way. Um, the salary ain't worth it. It ain't worth it, no. kids. Like, no. If this, like, again, it's lighthearted, not even only in, like, a take on, like, zombies. It's lighthearted to take on fucking existing because. Except for the the few bits of serious moments, and then those hit you hard. You're oh, like, yeah. You're like, fuck, man. I was like, I have lived through this. That, yeah. Right. That is, that, that's the entire no first episode, I was like, I've been there. I know the hell. I was like, oh, do I really want to continue? And then I was like, oh, okay. I see where this is going. All right. Mm-hmm. Like, because we had that in episodes six and seven, seven and eight. Or when when he meets the old boss. I think yeah. it's six and seven. Yeah. Episode six and then kind of seven, he is able to overcome all that and basically be like, yeah, go fuck yourself. But he's such a good dude. He says it in the nicest way possible. He goes like, possible. I have paid you back ten times. Ten times over or something like that. And it's just like... And he's like, sorry, I'm not going to be able to do anything else for you. He's like, I never want to see you again. (laughs) (laughs) When otherwise it would just be you and me and be like, fuck off. We don't need you. We don't want you anywhere near here. No, I was like, I don't need this or this job. Bye. Right. And that's the moral of the story, kids. The jobs need you. You don't need the jobs. Like, you can find temporary work a little bit. And I feel like that's what this show's trying to tell you at its heart is just like this world is full of bullshit. Well, this world is full, also full of people that just want to use you mm-hmm. and gain they want to gain something from you and instead of monetizing your existence, making your entire life about making money, like it's trying to show us like you know, we should really think more about our relationships and the things that make us happy and the actual things we want to do with our lives right. like the people that we actually want to be it's like you know it's 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 interesting that something that is so goofy and it, it like it takes such a comedic approach to such a dark subject it's like so thought provoking at the same time it really is and I feel like along with it's no we weren't talking about that like it just knows what it's doing like it, and I feel like the people who like give this a low rating, like it doesn't need to be necessarily rated highly. It's not an acclaim. We're not. They're not aiming to be the best. They're just aiming to be an escape. They're aiming to have this escapism or like this betterment of society kind of view of it all, which is what Oda does with One Piece. Oda puts a lot of his personal. Every artist puts their personal opinions, affiliations into their um, art, and this is no different. I would actually say um, this is kind of comparable into the way where it, like One Piece, it is very silly, but it has enough grit, uh, grit to keep it interesting where it's it, it's not, <coughs> excuse me, uh, aside from the Kensho getting naked in a lot of the episodes. All of them. Well, yeah, pretty Ever much. Since he's introduced, it's, it's, except for that, yeah, except for that stick, um, except for this last one, he didn't get naked in this last one. Well, yeah, because they had to build a treehouse, and they're and also then, they're also then, in his parents' village, like so he can't he can't be that exhibitionist that he dreams of being. 
<laughs> yeah, yes, the comedian is all a farce. He just wants to be an exhibitionist. Uh, but um, aside from that stick, they don't really reuse the same thing. Um, it's all new encounters. Um, uh, I love, I love German. Be the big what, titty German uh, let's otaku. Just call we, the big it? titty German otaku. Like that's <laughs> all she is, but she's delightful. Wow. And her name is Beatrix, and we love her. She's and, and fucking perfect. And we all just ask this one thing: Where's our big blonde? Where is our Beatrix? <laughs> Tell me, world. Where is our Beatrix? Where is she? We deserve a Beatrix. Where is my blonde big titty <laughs> otaku? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. But no, this episode is kind of getting a bit darker. Um, because we have Shark Tooth Boy. Which, if you want to clearly label your villain, it's like the Cinema Sins thing, where it's like, we have to prove this man's an asshole. How do we prove it? He's eating an apple in the scene. How do we prove this man's the bad guy's gonna fuck up everything that they've always wanted? He has shark teeth. Ooh, aha. And small eyes. Like, shark teeth and small eyes. I was like, oh, that's definitely a bad guy. Kill him. I do find it interesting, though, the way they have paralleled the two characters. Because we don't know the villain's name yet. Um, uh, so we have Akira, which is the main character. And we have his hundred goals. Well... The bad, the new bad guy also has a hundred things to do before he wants to come a zombie. But his are all fucked up, like setting a, uh, the Building last place fire. he worked on fire, shooting, like shooting someone in the head, dynamite, setting off dynamite, slapping like. a bitch, and then sexual assault from one man. Yeah, sexual assault from the from the fat guy, of course. Yep. Oh boy, and then. I was just like, oh no, my my lighthearted anime just took a turn for the dark. I was like, I hope this doesn't like travel down this path too much. Like, please don't. You're my only escape outside of Blue Lock, which is just fun. And like, yep, Blue Lock is great. Um, God, no. So if you're interested in this kind of like lighthearted kind of very overdone trope, because zombies have been done for a while now in video game in media as a concept. Oh yeah, it's and it's, it's and so it's shown overdone. Like this, it's. I was very scared to start this show. I'm not gonna lie, because it's this idea: zombies. We've Walking Dead has gone on for far too long. There are three spinoff series coming. It's like we already had the Negan. Uh, main woman Glenn's wife Maggie um Maggie spinoff then we have the Negan not the Negan the Daryl spinoff where he's in Europe and then we have the Rick and Michonne spinoff and I'm like stop you fucking assholes god damn just let them die right and, let, uh, and let honestly Norman Reedus do Death Stranding too. and honestly like there are just better zombie movies anyway out there. There's better like, zombie media as a concept. Yeah, exactly. And it's just been it's just been done to death to where it's like, okay, we've seen this a million times before. Like, um, I mean, how many fucking uh Dying Light games, uh, Left for Dead, like all that kind of shit. Like you know, in Left for Dead, don't get me wrong, those games were awesome. But I like, like Dying Light One a lot. I haven't played two. I can't speak to it. Um, uh, Dead Hardcore, Island, baby. fucking Dead Island. What's the other one where you're oh. like the photographer and you go? It's like a, you're in a shopping mall. Dead Rising. Dead Rising. Yeah. But Dead Rising's fun. You can. Hey, it's fun, but it, it like it's over. It gets very tropey. Like we've had this for about. But then we have Resident Evil 2. We can't exclude that. Oh, uh, Resident Evil 2, the remake, yeah. was fucking phenomenal. And then 4 was a huge correction. But it still goes, we can't not look at them. 
and being like they're also pseudo the problem. The problem is with them is that they've they have quality. That's their problem. They have quality. Even in six, which is just like the really goofy one, which is notoriously not as good as the rest of them, it's still its own action campy fun that they knew what it wanted to be and it stuck to its guns. And yeah. But I think it just goes to the concept that you can tell a zombie story. You just need to have better plot. You, you, and not focus necessarily on the doom and gloom of it all. Well, and also, um, this has such a unique style to it. Like, we were talking about it earlier, how we really love that the blood splatters are all, like, bright blood rainbow colored. colored. Like, it's really interesting that the artistic depiction of this a post-apocalyptic world is all bright colors it's just like it's instead of doom and gloom and this is the end of the world it's like no this is a fresh start it's it's pretty it's a pretty wild concept honestly right when you when you find the fresh start in the world zombies and the world blew up interesting yeah, I, I think that's all I have to say about this one, man. Uh, it's solid. It's good. Yeah, it's it's, um, it's very enjoyable so far. And like, it's about to be very sad. <laughs> yeah, I haven't read the manga, so I, and I, I don't want to spoil it. I'm just gonna let let it be what it is. Uh, but now we're gonna we're gonna jump into a dark one. Uh, this uh, this is one <laughs> that I love, but oh boy, does it take you down the rabbit hole. Uh, this one is called Heavenly Delusion. It's uh, also a Hulu original, and honestly, I think it's one of the best new animes to come out in a long time. I'm I am politely going to say that I've only watched the first three episodes and it's been only an hour or two since I've last watched them. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> and it's also, uh, I think what I admire about it most is it's one of those shows that sets you up to like think that you know, ex know exactly how the plot is going to play out and then it flips it on you and you're like, okay, what the fuck did I just watch? And to give and, some and people context, sorry to cut you off like that, um, a calamity has happened or a, a collapse. I yeah, they, they call it the call collapse. It. Yeah. Um, and, um, then there's, um, you have, uh, sorry, I'm blanking. Uh, you have Maru and Kiriko, um, who are walking along, basically ruined Japan, trying to find a Maru lookalike so he can, uh, basically tranquilize her then to bring them back, maybe. Um, I'm gonna wildly speculate because Drew's seen it all and I haven't, so I'm just gonna wildly speculate to bring back a certain um um the, to heaven i'm gonna call them heaven because the, the, the children are in heaven uh or maybe they're in hell maybe uh, they're not so i'm gonna make a few corrections without spoiling anything for dylan or the audience um what he's carrying is actually a medicine but i can't speak you, too much flat medicine done continue yep yep um and also uh they are looking for his essentially his twin in a place called heaven but they don't really have any concrete clues except for the symbol that is on uh, haru slash kiriko's gun um because it supposedly has come from heaven it's like where like this all this lost technology that they have is from it also it explains why um like that the gun she has is so much more advanced than anything else we see in the show. But essentially, 
where where Dylan's at is we know that the world's collapsed. We know that there are some um, we, children in a very honeycomb beehive looking facility. Uh, it was so some sure it's obviously like this is a type of facility where they experiment on on human beings. Yes, like that's, because the sixty foot fall didn't prove that enough. Right, right. Me uh, politely goes, he's not dead. There we go. You're proving my points. Um but, but so anyway, Haru and Maru are looking for this place. They have, but they have very little con- context or clues to go on. So they essentially just have to wander the wasteland that has become Japan and to find this out. People. Yeah, and I mean, uh, and they encounter dangers. I mean, they have to worry about other people who might be bandits that might try to mug them and kill them. But they also have to worry about monsters. So um, man eaters. They call them the man eaters. Um, and they devour human beings, uh, but they're this really strange organic manner that hasn't been explained yet. And um, yeah, it's uh, explained yet for me, or explained yet for you? Uh, explained yet for you? <laughs> I figured that was the answer. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and so it's it's really a. It's Can a, I make a bold prediction? Go ahead. Okay, so this is just me rambling. I have no base in this. Are man-eaters a part of the people who are in the science facility collecting DNA so the people can be reproduced in that honeycomb facility? If I'm close, don't tell me anything. Um, It's... it's, it's, (laughs) Well, it's like... uh, you're lukewarm, but you're not exactly spot on. That's fine. I'll take it. I'll take that. Um... But I, I know. Wait, and it's like it's hard because uh, if we had watched more, then I like we could kind of get into more spoilers. But I don't want to spoil anything for you because nah. the story is really cool. Um, but I will say this is season one, so we should expect a season two, because uh, uh, there's a lot more reveals to come. Uh, but uh, we, if you, uh, we're gonna get into a little bit of spoiler story. Uh, but it, you get hit hard with a spoiler uh, in episode three. So you ready? You ready to yeah, spoil let's this shit? Talk about this one, can I? Because because it, it, yeah, yeah. Because I know can this I fucked you up. I know this okay, fucked you up. Okay, so here's the thing. At the end of episode two, um, I forget the characters' names. Haruki and Maki. Kiriko and uh, Haru. Thank you, Kiriko. Um confesses to Maru that I may have the body of a woman, but I have the brain of a of like a kid, of a male of a teenager, of a boy teenager. And then they're like, oh, they're gonna take this bold transsexual stance. And I'm like, that's cool. Let's go. Episode three. What the fuck? <laughs> Legitimately, what the fuck? This it's not like I don't know what it's like to be trans and I'm and you just got to do you if you feel like it all power to you you will always have a safe place here to be whoever you want the fuck to be unless you're a pedophile then go fuck yourself um sorry not to make that clear. or an, or a fascist fuck you too um like this is something that needs to like it's just it I was just like huh? so there's an incident with the my man. Remind me the monster. Uh, so what happens? No, no, it, no. I need the monster. What? There's there's a there's a termite. There's basically yeah. A termite they call them man. anteaters, but they're a form of man eater that have a man really. Eater, that's it. They have a really, but the one that they see, I guess, is common in that area. They um like to trick their prey by becoming invisible and letting them get too close. And they go, but they have a hard armor shell. So. Uh, 
Haruki and all of his stupidness doesn't get the other people to help kill the thing. He decides to be the hero and try to kill it. Um, it does not go well. He gets mostly eaten from basically belly button down, and that includes his arms. Yep. Um, and so uh, the doctor, in his brave wisdom, may or may not have switched his brain with his sisters. Uh, so uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to chime in on this. Um, yeah. So um, it's because we're already spoiling this. It is very heavily implied in the episode that. Kiriko sacrifices herself for her younger brother and allows them to transplant Haru's brain into her body. And it is pretty much... Um, as fucked up as it sounds? As fucked up as it sounds, but it, it's... Uh, so, you know Robin? Yeah. You will see him again, and it's pretty much confirmed by him with no, without spoiling anything else. But this is like 100. Uh, because you, he was investigating Doc. He didn't have anything really concrete um, I won't on say it. I won't say anything else about that. Yeah. But it is pretty much uh, conclusive uh, that um, without spoiling anything about the honeycomb, the Doc, any of that other shit... Kiriko has given up her life to save her younger brother by allowing them to transplant his brain into her body. And this gives him an extreme sense of body dysmorphia. <laughs> extreme sense of body dysmorphia is putting it lightly. Yeah. Yeah. This man has... <laughs> this poor kid is poor fucked kid. up. Oh my <clears throat> god. This poor child. Because the the first time I watched it, it did you, Mike Lee, I was like, <gasps> I was like, bold statement taken away from reality. And I was like, wow. Wow. <laughs> Wow. And, you know, that's honestly, though, that's what I love about this show is you'll get so many turns in it where you get a big fucking gut punch. And like, it's right when you think you've got the shit figured out. They're just like, oh, by the way, you were wrong. And this is what it is. And you're like, fuck, holy shit. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's awesome. When you said that while we were watching, like, I I think I'm smarter than most people. I'm like, I can figure it out. I've watched media before. I know tropes. I write tropes myself. And then you were like, and then I went, I don't know anything anymore. Everything's a lie. I've been told nothing but deceit and false truths. And that I get, dude, it's 13 episodes. And the deeper we get into it, man, the fucking more you're just like, well, I was fucking wrong again. Can I make some bold statements so then when we refer to this in the future that I can just be like, aha, I was right. Or aha, I've been totally wrong the entire time. Go ahead. So... I'm going to, this is just off the cuff, me not really thinking. The children in there are the gods of the new world because mainly the fish with the arms showed up and I'm very concerned by that statement. Okay, um, actually, the kids in the honeycomb are in the future and then they're also, um, and then the old lady who's there is probably one of, is probably a Haruki or Kiriki. Haru? Wrong. Kuruko. You're you're way Kuruko. off, actually. Shut up. Let me, let, me, <laughs> let me go. Let me go. I told you, dude. This is that show. I don't care. Let me know. go. Let me, let me paint. Let me cook, chef. Let me cook. Okay. Cook, cook away. <laughs> no. So, um, basically, what happens is that the doc is actually trying to save humanity by making the man-eaters and then make genetic code. I don't know. I'm losing it. I'm losing the plot. I don't know anymore. <laughs> so, wait. I, I'm, uh, I will say this. Um, by the end of season... One. The only season we have. Uh, the man-eaters are, remain mostly unexplained. 
Oh, delightful. <laughs> Which is good, but, because we've only seen, like, two. Also, you know what's sad I just thought about? The one we meet in episode two is probably just trying to give his mom a hug. You know, that's kind of sad if you think about it like that. The little boy got eaten, and then turned into that. And then it's like, protect his mom. And then it's like, and then she did the hug opening thing. And then he probably went for a hug, but instead she he, he cut him up. That was probably very sad. <laughs> Except you forget the part where the monster just eats her pieces. <laughs> like that, but then the monster beca- I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I think this it's is more a very sad, sad show yes. sometimes. Yeah, pretty much all the time. But I, I I'm a sucker for that shit. I love it. Um Really? I never noticed. <laughs> like because all the things I make you watch uh. make us cry. <laughs> Made an abyss. And this is why whenever I offer anything. It's kind of happier. Oh, God. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck my mental health. Let's go down the rabbit hole. I don't want to <laughs> fuck my mental health. My mental health's already fucked up as it is. <laughs> oh, boy. But no, this show so far has turned out to be pretty good. The animation, again, Hulu, your animation budget is phenomenal. Thank you, Disney, for giving them that. I know. Um, I was like, please, Netflix, bring back the animation from Violet Evergarden and fucking Castlevania. Like, that's... Well, we're getting Castlevania this Friday. I know. But I... I, I well, really, I would say... Ca- Fucking Violet Evergard. That's some of the best animation I've ever seen. I had, to, there. I had to drop that because I love that fucking anime. It is delightful. It's not, it's not my top five. Shit. <laughs> I fucking Shit. love it, man. The, dude, I, the, uh, I won't lie. There's a good animated one about like a vampire lesbian couple or something like that on there. But um, take all Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood and then squish it into eight episodes. Okay. Right. No, it, that's how bad the pacing is. Got you, got yeah. you. No, legitimately, it goes from like they go from like one end of the world to the other in eight episodes. What? Yeah. Weak. Yeah, no, it's it's fairly bad. Also, to anyone who listens to this, who have values or opinions, uh, the Continental is bad. I know it's only one third of the way done, but they scheduled an entire season in an hour and a half, and it was not good. It was not good. Just gonna go ahead and skip that one. Yeah, just uh, Ben Robinson. I love you. Damn. John Wick ended at number four. That's all I have to say. There's only been four. No, no spinoff series. No, doesn't exist. Nope, doesn't happen. It ended. It ended the way it should with John Wick's death it, it, and him in victory, like victory and death, and then he got buried next to his wife, and then all was good. All was good. Well, those are opinions on. Three great anime right now that you can all watch via Hulu. Um, yeah, two are mainly on Hulu, which is um, Heavenly Delusion and Bleach. But Zombie can find everywhere. Yeah, it's on Netflix even. like Netflix, Crunchy, all of it. Nope, it's everywhere. And there's a live action one on Netflix too. No shit. Is yeah. that any good? I've not given it. A- <laughs> you answer the question for yourself. Where, there's only one good live action anime that's been made. Actually, two. But that was just a direct copy from Death Note, the anime, to Death Note to Real Life. If you've seen that one, it was made in Japan. It was just basically a direct copy. And, um, Got you. Yeah. I actually, I know what you're talking about, yeah. It looked great. See, it, the, the, it one I, the, the movie I think of, because I know you don't like it, but I like it because I love the manga, is Battle Angel Alita. I leave now. 
It's literally. I mean, you you just wouldn't like that manga because that's literally fucking taken. No, it's. I just don't like the pacing of the movie. That's fair. I just have a like. I can look at things differently from different media perspectives. I'm being attacked. Um, I can look at everything from a different perspective. Not attacking perspective. you. I just. I'm I just, being attacked. Let me traumatize it. Let me get the rules. <laughs> Let us show dissension among the ranks. Good God, man. No. So my thing is just. Yeah, no, you could go on. Battle Legion. Woo, yeah, woo, yeah. <laughs> woo. Hey, I mean... No, it's good. It's fucking, like, it's pay, page for page from the fucking manga, man. Even the creator, like, was, like, signed off. He's like, I fucking love it. It's a great movie. <laughs> so what we need are more creators to sign off on in order to be good. Oda, thank you for saying... No shit. Thank Oda, you, Oda. Thank you, Oda. Because um, One Piece, that's the... Probably, I would say that is the best. That's fucking, creme de la creme right there. Yeah, it, it's it's damn near perfect, except for Sanji's weird accent. That's my Shut only up! He's Australian as a concept. You can't break that. But he doesn't sound Australian. His accent is so fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> you you will die on this hill. I will. I'm just like, every time I watch it, I was like, he's, he's a great actor. I like his delivery, but his accent sounds so strange. <laughs> it's not Australian, but it's not French either, which like... It, he's not supposed to be French. He was only French in the four kids dub, and that never happened. We have one good rap out of it, and that's it. I'm just saying, it's it's fucking weird. It sounds. Listen, you just hate Australians. Oh, I don't. Yeah, you do. <laughs> My favorite comedian is Australian, and you hate him now too. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I fucking watch all his shit. Oh God. Ah. <laughs> uh. But no, great shows. Listen to them. Talking and about Jim Jeffries, by the way. Go watch Legit. You will not be disappointed. We're not sponsored by that. <laughs> he's gonna edit. Ass. He's gonna edit that part out. No, I'm not. <laughs> I do. This is mainly off the cuff, anyway. I'm just gonna cut out the parts where it's a little bit too much awkward silence. Say we don't have dead air. <laughs> um, no. So I don't have a game for this week, and I think we're just gonna skip out on the game today. Because yeah, we were so too we're, tired. We're no, we're gonna just go get. Please give us money. We please. fucking need it so badly. Oh yeah, let us quit our jobs please. so we can just do this full time. Please, sir, madam, and all other expensive children. Um, we are just hardworking boys. <laughs> we're we're raising a rusty tin cup to you. Please <laughs> fill it up, sir. Please, <laughs> please. We are just simple boys. Simple Try, boys trying to make off. Simple bartenders. Would you please fancy a coin to us? Fancy a coin that worth about about like ten thousand dollars. Ten thousand dollars of a coin. Right there. Just let the cup. Come on. And then you can listen to these two idiots. Idiots speak about the thing they love. <laughs> the thing they love and do whatever the fuck they want. But please, mommy, daddy, whatever you are. I'll call you whatever you want. Yeah, Just please but, give us some money. <laughs> Just, we'll never be late for dinner. <laughs> Just please! As, as Jack Black said in Tropic Thunder, we will work the shaft and swallow the gravy. <laughs> <laughs> this has been trapped in an isekai. Thank you all for listening. Um... Have fun out there. Oh my god.